Hi guys, welcome to the Hear Me Out and Speaking Arrangements podcast collab. This is Becoming, where we'll be taking you on a short series discussing how relationships, culture, and society influence our identity. Each episode will break down specific key elements that make us who we are. We want the series to enlighten you, to challenge you, and to help you become your best self. This last installment is going to be a two-part episode with Yemi, who gracefully joined us again. So let's get into it. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. Uh, it's Kaya and Rebecca back again, you know, as we've been here <laughs> so many times. Um, but yeah, we're actually finally wrapping up this um, wonderful mini-series collab on Becoming. And we have Yemi here again. Hello. Woo! Hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, because everyone loved Yemi's episode. Oh, and we nice. got like a post episode yeah. just from Yemi. <laughs> and then, so we're going to dig a little into that. <laughs> yeah, a little deeper into yeah. some things. We're going to get into some things uh, there. And then um, we actually did record this episode before. So we recorded with Yemi. <laughs> <laughs> there was many technical difficulties even before this. This was many technical difficulties, but I'm... It is well. The joy of the Lord it is, well, is yeah. filling it's, it's me. just a false start. <laughs> so, yeah, we actually did record like a whole episode or well, a whole, what do we call it? Speed round episode. Yeah. And then my computer did a lot of magic and lost it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is well. We're here back again. So it's kind of good because you get the gist from last time and then you get new stuff anyway. So. Call yourself blessed. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Um, uh, So, yeah, I kind of just wanted to give them a recap of what we talked about last time. So I came with the intention of learning your tricks. (laughs) I called it it tricks to managing people at first. But Yemi corrected me and taught me that it's just love and honor. (laughs) As opposed to shady shady dealings. I mean, you use the example of a sociopath to Mm -hmm. explain how... Um, to really navigate relationships mm-hmm. and like with people and how you grew up, uh, you're very introspective and aware of how people were also aware of what, how you were in your expectations. Right, right. And then like, it really took the Holy Spirit to really mold that and take that gift, but to use it for good, to see people for, you know, who God has made them to be and appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And so that was, it's been resonating with me. <laughs> it's been ringing every single time. I'm just like, <laughs> Who God has made it to me. <laughs> Every time I encounter somebody that I don't understand. And like mm. naturally I have like, I'm very aware of how people are. And I always want to think like, no, that people just don't do things just to do right. things. Like yeah. there's a purpose to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what I've been trying to also do is to balance, like mm. to still be true to myself mm-hmm. because um, uh, like, you know, seeing people and loving them, how God loves them doesn't mean I'm going to be the most like fairy loving and just, I'm just floating everywhere type of person. (laughs) right? Like I'm still, (laughs) yeah, I know. (laughs) Like I'm still very much like reserved and quiet. And so even though like I can have that love and honor and appreciation for people, Mm -hmm. it doesn't always show on the outside. Right, right. So like I'm, I think I've just been uh, paying more attention to myself and like kind of, Balancing like what I need 
um, in order to continue like walking in love and on it. Cause I feel like people might pick up some skills and be like, Oh, that makes, that makes me equipped to now go mm-hmm. and like be friends and talk right. with everybody. Yes, but it's like, yes. no. No, no, if I put myself in too many social situations, I end up getting like overwhelmed, like mm-hmm. overstimulated. And that's when I start <laughs> going back to how I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've been like learning how to balance um, just also like my capacity and like myself as well. But if you could maybe give the people um, an understanding of really why, like what the benefit is mm. of um, learning to see people, how God sees them mm. and like why you made like why you pretty much said like god help me like i I need to do this thing right i mean i mean the 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 first disclaimer i'll I'll give you just related to what you're saying is when you first discover this it feels like a trap Mm -hmm. because now you're giving all this love and honor but you don't really at the beginning at least in my experience feel anything back from people Mm -hmm. in fact you feel like uh, am I being used here? Yeah. You know, like it's like, am I allowing myself to sort of be trampled on? You hear words like doormat mm-hmm. and you're not sure, okay, is it time for me to like rise up and show people that? That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I actually, I have, I a actually mouth. have a mouth. Yeah. I like, I'm, I'm sharp, you know? Yeah. So um, there was always that struggle, right? You know, I try my best and then I'd fail. And you know, those moments of failure, you're trying to sort of prove to people that, look, I, I need to prove to you that, I can give it back as much as you're 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 sending it. So, yeah. um, in that in that sense, you start to feel maybe a little taken advantage of. Or yeah. You feel like you're being taken advantage of, but I think the results start to show. In that, um, as you deliver a dish out love and honor to people, um, you begin to see the response come back mm-hmm. in terms of how they treat you, mm-hmm. how they begin to honor you without even realizing it. Yeah. Um, it's a subconscious thing, right? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like you know how you have these animals that can hear, um, you know, the smallest thing mm-hmm. in the dark, mm-hmm. right? It's just their instinct. Mm-hmm. I think human beings have that instinct as well for love and honor. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not flattery, although flattery works well on a lot of people. Yeah. As you love and honor certain people, even if they don't want to, subconsciously they begin to respond to you. Yeah. Um, but that, being that as it may, even though you're doing that a lot, I, I think that you're still, you still have to take note of your own capacity. Yeah. Right? You don't now go, oh, I'm just going to love and honor everyone because then um, you will put yourself at a point or you'll find yourself at a point where it's diminishing returns. Well, you're giving all this love and honor and you're not getting as much back and then you come back into those situations where you meet certain people who will like be super like resilient to yeah. whatever love and honor you're giving and it's going to be like, am I feeling here? That's a nice way of yeah. saying resilient. <laughs> like it doesn't work. Like yeah. the virus is still there. Yeah. There's, you know, they're still going to treat you however they want to treat you. Yeah. And I see that from time to time even today. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's people I'll say hi to and they don't say hi back. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people like, you know, as you smile, like <laughs> you, the smile is still on your face <laughs> <laughs> and they're not even looking at you anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a little bit embarrassing sometimes, but over time you just learn that you have to um, not just dish it out to everyone. Mm-hmm. You let God lead you, yeah. you know, you focus on real relationships, mm. right? You know, you can have a general way of treating everyone, but then your real relationships is where you, you know, do more of that stuff. Yeah. And then that way you have, you know, a bit of balance and it helps you. Yeah. 
Um, no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I love the I love the part where you're like people are resilient. It's true. Like you know, you try. I know that this happened for me because I learned a lot of that this year. Mm-hmm. And the pod that we had really helped me and helped me put things in perspective. And just like some of the the sermons like that we learned about. My, naturally, my instinct is to treat people how I want to be treated. Right. Um. And which is usually good. But mm-hmm. if I do encounter someone that is trying to be resilient, and I, I have to show you that, like, listen, like. I could do this too. Like mm. I actually can go down in the mud with you. Um, that that disease is still low key there yeah, in my spirit, the but the Lord is the Lord is like really like yeah. Like yeah. I have to be really in the spirit all yeah. like I. That's the thing. I have to be like in the spirit all the time because yeah. try Jesus, na- exactly after tr- yeah. That's like my motto. Like try don't don't try me because God is good. I might you know <laughs> I might not be so and I'm really trying to like hold my mouth and stuff. But like mm. how do you when you okay, so is it you? Are you putting yourself in the wrong situations, and like you know, putting yourself in the wrong groups? Maybe mm-hmm. those people are also struggling in that area, and you're coming trying to give love and honor, but there's mm. just no love and honor there. But mm. these are like your people, friends, family. Like you know, what I mean, how do you navigate that? I think it's. I think it gets problematic when you start to try to analyze people. Mm. Like my initial reaction at the beginning, when I was still a little bit naive about it, was. Um, oh, they're resilient, so they must be traumatized. Yeah. Right. Ooh, and then good. you try to like explain mm-hmm. a way why they're, why your, like your love and honor yeah. medicine isn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to try to think of different reasons for them. Um, it can really take you down a rabbit hole. And I think, in, in fact, in, in some cases, it's God resisting you mm-hmm. because you're being proud in some sense to be mm-hmm. like, oh. I demand that yeah. you meet me a at that point. Exactly. Being, yeah. And That's good. even though God is the one that gave you the gift of love and honor, he doesn't want you to misuse it mm-hmm. because you can. Mm-hmm. There are people who like can take that experience, start out good and begin to use it to manipulate people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead of an al- analyzing them, um, you just respect them as you would respect yourself, mm-hmm. which would be saying that, you know, you wouldn't expect anyone to be able to look at you and analyze you and yeah. understand you completely. Mm-hmm. You know, most mm-hmm. people, you know, you know, we all love the, you know what your problem is, yeah. person who like has met you for 30 minutes and yeah. think they know you, know you. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, right? We don't want to feel like we can be understood that easily. Mm-hmm. And so we shouldn't address people the same way. We just thank God for their lives. I just thank God for their lives and say, <laughs> you know what? And I truly do. It's mm-hmm. not actually like a dismissive mm-hmm. thing. It's that, okay, this person is not easy to understand. I wouldn't obsess about why love and honor isn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just keep moving. And what I've seen happen, not to say that this, to expect this, what I've seen happen is that there are people that they respect mm. and it takes like a little bit, like, you know, uh, the arm of the law is long, mm-hmm. but it bends towards justice. Mm-hmm. Like the arm of love and honor is long, mm-hmm. but it bends towards redemption, reconciliation in yeah. that sense, yeah. right? Because you might talk to a friend of theirs and that friend really now likes you, respects you. Yeah. And they give you a good report or mm-hmm. give a good report of you to that person. Mm-hmm. And then that person eventually says, oh, maybe this person is cool. So mm-hmm. I, I've seen it a lot where you meet someone, they're not really receptive. Um, but then you realize that, okay, they just haven't gotten to know you yet. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. over time, all of a sudden, it's like when you see them, the light bulb comes on. Yeah. Like, oh, what happened? It was just a case of time. Mm-hmm. Right. So that could be one thing. You know, but you at no point should you then turn it into like a trauma thing where you analyze them mm-hmm. because then you sort of 
remove them from that equation. Even yeah. God would be like, yeah, I don't want you to have a relationship with this person oh. because if they respond, then now you have some superiority in your mind over them that, yeah, I analyzed you. Yeah. You, you had trauma. Yeah. But then I figured out how to speak to you. <laughs> yeah. And now we're talking. And so, you know, I own you emotionally. Yeah. It's not something that people think of con- sub- uh, consciously. But it's if you think deeply about it enough, it's happening somewhere in your subconscious, right? Yeah. It's the same reason why people are driving on the road in their cars and they want to overtake someone who's in front of them <laughs> only for the pure reason that they don't like someone being in front of them I as they're driving. Yeah. You just want to... It's, it's everyone. It's myself, too. I, no, I catch I, myself as well. I, like, I just don't like that this person's in front of me. I'm going to go in front of them mm-hmm. and then continue to be traffic. Yeah. Right? You always want to have something over someone, and yeah. it's, it's deep-rooted for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, mine is really deep-rooted. I don't know if there was one Medea movie, sorry, but that just really spoke to me. <laughs> there was one Medea movie where there was like an incident in the parking lot, and they mm-hmm. were fighting over a parking space, and the mm-hmm. Medea came with almost like a shovel yeah. but at the front of her car. Mm. Every time I'm just like, I need that at the front of my car because I just, <laughs> people just like, oh, that's one of my pet peeves. Slow uh, drivers, yeah, I just want to pick you up and move your car to the oh, side. That's funny. That's funny. But aside from that, what you said about the pride thing mm. reminded me what you mentioned last time about mm. um, connecting this um like actually loving and honor people. And you could mm. kind of put that together in respect because respect is both like understanding a person and then honoring, right. you know, honoring them and loving them and having empathy in that way. But you said that it's important to connect it to purpose. Um, yes. Because it has to be, that has to be tied to a deeper emotion than just, mm. you know, doing something or, you know, just because of doing it. And mm-hmm. it has to, uh, from going from like, you know, not having any regard and not seeing people's worth mm-hmm. to actually understanding them and loving them and like, practicing that has to be connected to something deeper. Right. Can you uh, explain that further? Uh, so, yeah, purpose helps you. It's one of the ways to filter out how many people you should really be connecting with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you good. see it everywhere. And I, I, I find it interesting because uh, many, if not all the successful people that, you know, to a certain degree, understand love and honor. Mm. right and let's use actors for instance mm. the really succe- successful actors most of them uh, to, to from what i've seen from what i've studied um they treat their crew right yeah like they they and you know they may not see someone who's outside of that sphere of influence and mm-hmm. connect with them in that way right they you know i've seen people actually treat some actors like uh some comedians like ricky Gervais, mm-hmm. treat paparazzi Right, like he would chat with them on the street. Wow. Have a conversation. While some other actors would be like, get away from me, yeah. or they're running away. Mm-hmm. And I think he understands um, to, you know, deeply that loving and honoring them is his way of, you know, having a good relationship with them. Yeah. Right? And so he fits that into his purpose. He's a comedian. He's supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. So he, he doesn't want to portray that um, attitude of being someone who's proud or yeah. snide. Yeah. Even though he's a multimillionaire, yeah. mm-hmm. even though his life is incredibly more comfortable than theirs, he understands that that's sort of his avenue to having a good relationship with the world. Yeah. So I think it's the same. That it's not strange. In fact, it 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 takes it shows respect for your own capacity, mm-hmm. and then as you understand what your purpose is, who you're supposed to be connected with, yeah. you know, um, there's nothing wrong with having a good relationship with those that you are called to in terms of your the quote-unquote ministry, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever it is, whether you're a king or a priest, mm-hmm. you know, whether you work outside in the secular world yeah. or you work inside the church, mm-hmm. um, you just pay particular attention to that and, you know, you treat them right. And 
it helps you guard your own energy and then it also helps you really connect with the people that you're supposed to be connected with yeah right? yeah because um i think becca and i were talking about uh, after you left for mm. the last episode we we're talking about like the specific people that um we are called to so like right. something like for me working with women like single moms mm -hmm. young women like as much as I could have, you know, interferences with them, resistance, whatever, like right. there's something deep in me that has that passion, that desire to help them and, you know, right. to see them um, achieve the goals that and the things that God has placed in them. Yes. And even just working with people like that experience mental health issues and, you know, have that's like those problems mm -hmm. that even you know if it was a challenge for me to love and right, honor people right. like the grace would be there right. for them because like god has called me to those people right, right. Yeah. and yeah. because he has you know given me that purpose and so that helps to mm -hmm. like draw out in a way to like draw on that love and honor because yeah. of the purpose tied to that whereas not to say that like i couldn't you know love and honor other people but if I was working, uh, let me not even name anybody <laughs> before I come find trouble. But like, you know, for somebody else that mm. maybe isn't directly connected to my purpose, right. that I might um, need to like dig a little deeper, right. or, you know, try harder in a sense. And, and you know what I like about that? Um, God in his infinite wisdom knows that we can't connect with everyone, mm -hmm. but he knows that we can connect with some people. Mm -hmm. He still wants us to be, to, you know, find favor with all men. Yeah. Right. So, um, there's a multiplier effect that happens when you focus on your purpose and the people around you that you're supposed to love and honor. Mm. What then happens is that um, the rest of the world who you're not really connected to yeah. will see that there's a group of people that really love you mm. and really honor you and that you really love and you really honor. Yeah. And there'll be some sort of secondhand love and honor that comes from them. Oh. So there's a lot of people that sometimes we like, mm -hmm. not because... Uh, we like them or we care about what they do, yeah. but it's because the rest of the world likes them. So yeah. for example... You know, in football, Messi, Ronaldo, some people just find those people interesting because everyone finds them interesting. interesting. They yeah. don't really know any stats about them, what they've done yeah. before. Other people put the yeah. spotlight on them. Exactly. So, you yeah. just know like, or Taylor Swift, what do they yeah. call them? The Swifties? I could not tell you. I think, I think so. I don't know. Something. But people love there's, her. There's a name for them, I yeah. think. But yeah. because you know she has that crew, some yeah. of us only know about her because those people have championed her. Yeah. Exactly. And then you may not even have ever have heard a song, but you just know that she's cool. And yeah. you might be bored one day in the area mm -hmm. um, and find out that she has a concert and you're like, oh, I've heard about this person. I heard well. she's a good performer. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, just going to go there, right? So mm -hmm. in that way, you are at peace with her. Mm -hmm. um, you don't really know her. You've never interacted with her. You never probably will. But then it's because of that secondhand that's experience good. that yeah. you've met. You know, so, that's really yeah. good. That's yeah. really good. That's like a good lesson on canceling people pleasing because I yeah. feel like people yeah. try to market themselves to everybody That's, and it's yeah, just like accurate, yeah. yeah and it's very it's impossible mm -hmm. <laughs> one is draining and just it defeats the purpose of the you know honoring the gift that you have and just you know yeah. living in your truth and so i feel like that's really important to focus on who you're sent to focus on who you can add value to and how right. they can add value to you and in that way like there's so much impact and you know so much influence that can be drawn from that i think that's True. really cool yeah. That's that's really interesting. Actually, I've never heard of that before because mm -hmm. it's yeah. There's a, I, like I'm thinking while you were speaking, I was like thinking about so many people that I don't really know, but I kind of like oh, this person's like a good person because mm -hmm. they are associated with this person. Um, 
most of the people that I actually look up to and like, you know, even in the podcasting land and things like that, I might not listen to their podcasts all the time, mm-hmm. but they're associated with other podcasters that I really like. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, that's 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 really interesting. Yeah. But let's bring it back because I'm trying mm-hmm. to learn here. OK, mm-hmm. um, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I understand it. And I know that we should focus on the people that like, you know, God has called you to. Um, and also I think, I don't know, should I use the word ministry? I guess ministry, because if it's like a broader, then right. you know what I mean? Like for me and Kaya, we have a podcast. So there's certain people she's called to, certain people that I'm called to. Or like, service. If or you service. Like, yeah. Or service. service so yeah. people just can understand or service, but let's bring it down to, let's scale it down to like your everyday interactions with like those individuals. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you navigate that space? Because. I know Pastor said too, if you guys don't know anything about CCG, tune in or come into the church. It's awesome. <laughs> but yes. I know in one of the sermons, he was talking about you can love and honor somebody and they don't have to necessarily like receive it. Mm-hmm. I, You know what I mean? So then how do you navigate that? Because especially when you're trying to change and you try to like do better, you try to do this like love and honor. But some of the individuals around you that you're supposed to be loving, honoring is not loving, honoring you. And mm-hmm. it's just getting messy. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can love and honor the service or what you're doing out there. But I feel like you have to start with like the individuals that you talk to that are around you all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I'm struggling. Like, it's not like I can go out and meet somebody and love and honor them. Like Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not even, that's like my nature, but loving and honoring my sisters and fellow brothers around me or, you know, family members (laughs) is, I find it difficult. I don't know why. Now, just to clarify, are these people that you're called to or you're talking about just people around you who happen to be in the like same proximity? space? Like, like family? No, 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 like called to. People that you're called to. Yeah. The the um, So the person who organizes or f- forms this relationship or this framework of how to do these things is God, mm. right? So in his own wisdom, he's asked us to do this, right? Mm. This is his will that we should love and honor, like love yeah. your neighbor as yourself. Um, and obviously, you know, with the caveat that you love yourself. Well, exactly, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Knowing that, then it it does make sense for sure that if you're meeting them every day and you're around them every day, there's a lot more opportunity for them to, you know, make it a struggle. Mm, okay. Right. Yeah. So it's sense. still it's still going to be a struggle. <laughs> yeah. I, I admit that. Like, so mm-hmm. it's not just that. Oh, these people you're called to. Once you shoot love and honor, they multiply it, and everyone's okay. just like high fiving themselves <laughs> all the way to glory. Right. <laughs> it's more that it's actually still going to be a struggle. Okay. But hopefully, because it's your purpose, you have now energy mm, from from mm-hmm. that purpose to actually help you okay. to 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 walk through it sometimes, and and um, it also helps you really appreciate. Uh, people mm. and you know where they're coming from and yeah. the complexities i don't think there's anyone that's simple yeah right there's people that you know we try to put in a box and say they're just this but mm-hmm. there's so mm-hmm. many different yeah uh pieces to people so it helps you really appreciate that it also builds you as a person yeah because um god won't come down and say hey let me explain how human beings are and just mm-hmm. like make a list for I you wish. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> i wish mean, Oh. Some of that stuff is you learn it with your body, mm. right? Which means that it happens to you mentally. You you deal with it, yeah, and then it just it. it it just becomes new information that you yeah. can now use, mm. right? You know, body language. I'm very bad at um. Well, by the grace of God, but I'm very by the grace of God, all things are made mm-hmm. good. But I'm very bad at reading body language, mm. right? Uh, or cues, mm. social cues. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Um. Most of it is... You don't look like... You don't seem like that. So let me me explain this to you. So most of this is like 
my own perception of what I think should happen. Mm. Oh, okay. So even sometimes when I'm right, I don't know I'm right. I'm just mm. like, this is just me mm-hmm. living my life yeah. out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Some, pe- some people have made comments about some mm-hmm. of my responses to things. And I'm like, oh, cool. But really, I'm not, I try my best as possible to not read people or make, take actions based on what people are doing. Okay. Right? I just want to just blindly love and honor mm. as much as possible. Mm. Blindly analyze what's going on and if I can love and honor, I love and honor without thinking about the person. Yeah. So it's very systemic in that I'm not, it, none of it is tuned to anyone. Mm. I, and I That's hope good. that, you know, integrity wise, everyone gets the same version of me. Yeah. Mm. Regardless of what they're doing. That's mm. good. That's good. Right. So they just get the same version of me. Like it's always, you know, and, and you can see that. So sometimes people tell me, oh, you said this. Mm-hmm. And I won't remember, but I was like, yeah, that sounds like me. That sounds like something <laughs> I would have said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, that sounds like something I would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes people will say something. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound like something I would have done because mm-hmm. I replayed the situation in my head and mm-hmm. I don't really remember what you said or what happened. I'm like, yeah. no, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, so it, it helps you sort of build your own system of just your own resilient love and honor system. Yeah that can fight whatever anyone is giving back mm. to you. So I think that's why people experience that, right? Yeah. It's not the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people have a better time, you know, dealing with people yeah. in their sphere of purpose. Mm. And I think, <laughs> I know there's that thing that God, please stop sending me your strongest battles. Yeah. Your, yes, your toughest battles. Uh, yeah. Yes, Lord. But, <laughs> Father. You, know, so you better stop me. praying that for <laughs> I said, Lord. To your strongest soldiers. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, some yeah. people want some easy war, but um, it's something, some people just have to go through that because yeah. of the place God is taking them to yeah. or the places they're going to be in where they have to deal with certain types of people. Yeah. And by the time you get there, the fun thing about it mm-hmm. is that you'd be like, oh, I've already met you before. I met you 10 mm-hmm. years ago. I met you mm-hmm. five years ago in this person. Yeah. And my response is this. And they're stunned because they're like, how did you know? No. But it's because you built that strength, right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. That's good.